Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. And good morning. Welcome to Nature Notes with our naturalist friend, Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and by the yard patio furniture. We'll talk to Jim in uh, just moments. Are you attracting all types of birds this spring? How about hummingbirds? Cardinal Corner has a spectacular selection of hummingbird feeders. You know, those little birds must feed every 15 minutes. It's true. They rely on sugar water from feeders, small insects, spiders, aphids, things like that. Cardinal Corner has uh, also a Hummer Helper nesting material kits that lots of birds love and use. Don't forget that hummingbirds swing to hang near the feeder and invite them to perch a while. And, of course, they've got all sorts of different feeders, bird baths, wind chimes, and without a doubt, listen, Father's Day is coming up June 17th. Dad would love a gift from Cardinal Corner. So I started to say the freshest, freshest bird seed you're ever going to find. And get that monthly newsletter. Subscribe at uh, cardinalcorner.com, all kinds of tips and stories. Lee and Pam are in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center. Visit them online at cardinalcorner.com. Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. Good morning to you, Jim, on this uh, beautiful Sunday morning. It's uh, officially still 59, 5'9". 59, all right. Well, we've got 58 here uh, in our yard and uh, strong, uh, well, quite strong, northwest winds. Overcast, and of course, I'm calling from our home on the northwest side of Lake Waconia, about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. Well, standing outside, even with all with the wind blowing, I could hear American robins and house wrens singing. A morning dove was cooing, and uh, red-winged blackbirds. Several of them were trilling uh, off in the in the wetland, not too far from us. It, and it is. It is a beautiful morning in many ways. Sunrise today, 729. Sunset, 854. So, Denny, today in the Twin Cities area, we have 15 hours and 25 minutes of daylight. We have gained 10 minutes of daylight since last Sunday. And as of today, 6 hours and 38 minutes is a total daylight gain since December 21st, the winter solstice. And we still have 11 minutes more of this precious daylight to gain by June 21st when astronomical summer begins in the northern hemisphere. We also call that the summer solstice. The normal high for today is 75, the normal low, 55. Records for today, June 3rd in the Twin Cities, high 92 in 1923, low 34, 1945. On this date, way back, 1914, so that would be 104 years ago. Uh, that's our where our record rainfall comes from, 
seven one inches of rain. Did you get some good rain in your yard lately? Yeah, a little bit. Not as much as yesterday. I was uh, telling uh, son Tony that the boy it was raining hard downtown when I left, but not quite as hard uh, back home. So we oh. we did get some, but uh, as you probably did, but not a. Re- well, I, did you, you get a lot? I, no, this is terrible. I haven't had a chance to to check the rain gauge, and I'll tell you why in just a minute. Sure. But um, we had this gibbous moon that rose at twelve eleven a.m. So just right after midnight and sets at 9.50 a.m. I don't know if anybody will get a chance to see it or not This, with all the clouds around. Our next full moon, though, is Wednesday, June 27th. But the planet Venus is bright. I saw it last night. High in the sky in the west. Look in the west. You know, soon after sunset, maybe a half hour after sunset, you'll see this bright planet, uh, you know, looking like a like a bright star. Uh, you need a uh, good pair of binoculars or a telescope to see the, the disk of this planet. I have been teaching a class titled Spring Phenology in the Field, Wildflowers and Beyond at North House Folk School in Grand Marais. So that's where I've been, been the last uh, three days. Just got home uh, late last night. I had 14 uh, adults in my class. Great group of people. Oh, it was so they they were wonderful. The class I taught was part of the Northern Landscape Festival, and uh, most of the time the air temperature was forty five degrees. It just was steady forty five, and that's because the wind was coming off the lake, and um, there uh, in the harbor in, in Grand Marais Harbor, the water temperature was forty five. So it just, it just, yeah, it stayed like this steady 45. And, uh, you know, uh, well, we just went out and saw things anyway. But Bob Jansen taught boreal birding workshop class. And his group found 75 bird species. Jim Miller taught a class titled, What's This Rock? He's a geologist from UMD. And uh, he said, when when you find out and what he's trying to do is teach people about, you know, what's happened over eons of time along the North Shore of Lake Superior by looking at the rocks. And then there was a course on, on native bees and pollination, like another one on lichens and mosses, and, and one by birding by ear, and several other classes. So it was it was a, a good weekend, lots of learning, even even despite the 45 degrees. And you know what? It didn't rain until I left there uh, yesterday, about 5 o'clock. And uh, I hit rain when we got to Lutzen, or I got to Lutzen. Um, we observed the greenness of the forest areas. Uh, bright, light green. I don't know, Denny, if you've ever been there uh, towards the end of May or early June, but when the when the leaves first come out on the quaking aspens and the paper birches and other deciduous trees and shrubs, they're this just bright light green color and mixed in with the dark green of the evergreen trees like the spruces, the pines, the balsam firs, the northern white cedars. And this makes a beautiful, um, you know, just patchwork of green. And then mixed in there are the white flowers on these trees and their native 
serviceberry trees and, and sometimes shrubs because there are six or eight different kinds there. White flowers of the wild pin cherry uh, were also spectacular. And um, we you can still notice it. So if anybody's drive, I'm heading up to the North Shore right now, you're gonna you're in for just a treat. Just looking at this spectacular light green with a dark green. I just remember being up on the Gunflint Trail about mid-May many years ago, and it was uh, I was talking to my folks down here in the cities, and uh, it was like eighty some degrees here, and there was still ice <laughs> like up ice in the Gunflint. Yes, that yeah. was that was my memory of May up in the north. Yeah, no, that's 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 right. You know, and and the lakes up there did not lose their their ice covers until well into May. Some of the wildflowers we saw include uh, Canada Mayflower, Bunchberry, Quintonia, Starflower, Bird's Eye Primrose, and Butterwort, which live in the splash zone. So these delicate little wildflowers, and beautiful, by the way, get hammered by these big waves coming in. And uh, they keep cool that way, of course. But they originally, or they're really Arctic plants and were brought down during uh, the glacier times, you know, maybe 10,000, 11,000 years ago. We saw northern bluebells and, of course, a lot of wild strawberries blooming because hopefully some good wild strawberry eating uh, coming up, um, probably not till July. Uh, blooming shrubs include the scarlet elderberry and... Um, Let's see, I had another one here, and I can't even remember what it was. But anyway, uh, scarlet elderberry. Oh, I know, wild Wild blueberries are in bloom. (coughs) Excuse my voice here, I overused it. But the interesting thing about wild blueberries in bloom is that they're pollinated, at least many people think this, and I have no way of proving it right now. They're pollinated by the males. Of, of the black flies. So we're going to get to black flies in just a minute. Lichens, we saw included elegant sunburst lichen. That's the one that looks orange. You see it on the rocks. Uh, gray reindeer, reindeer lichen. We saw many, many ferns that had just emerged and horsetails. And we listened to birds sing. And, and we got close to them. All 15 of us are standing and watching a song sparrow right near us. Thickets beak up in the air and sing over and over and over. In Latin, they're called Spizella Melodia, well-named. Uh, white-throated sparrows were singing, oven birds, and the American Red Start, and, and we saw a uh, common raven. Yesterday about noon, the temperature was in the forest. We were uh, at a place called Cadence, and it's a, one of the rivers, walking on the trail. Temperature rose to about 50 degrees, and a few black flies came out, and they found me. I, <laughs> I, I attract black flies. <laughs> a magnet. <laughs> I am. It's a, I don't know why. It's just one of those things. Spring peepers are very vocal at night in the Grand Marais area. And as far as in gardens, like when you go up from, well, Right near the lake, too, you see daffodils and tulips blooming. But when you go up into the city, maybe several blocks away from the harbor and the lake, crab apple trees have just started to bloom. So it, it was a, uh, a great weekend of learning and 
and uh, camaraderie and, and so on. But uh, it was much colder there. <laughs> it was it was fresh. <laughs> nice fresh. Right. Yeah, 40 right. some right. degrees. Yeah, I'll tell you about Duluth. I was in Duluth last night about 7 o'clock. Driving along London Road, just love to look at the houses there and look out at the lake. But um, it was 39 degrees. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And I was looking at the PJM rhododendrons, which are blooming nicely, and the common purple lilacs were at the peak of bloom, and numerous crabapple trees. So, boy, if you miss the crabapple bloom in the Twin Cities, go to Duluth today or in the next few days because they are blooming nicely and very, very showy. But, um, 39 degrees. Ooh, Isn't that we got to get up there before the season uh, goes, oh, gets away it. from us. You know, yeah. it's, such, it's really such a special place. It really is. Jim, you anyway, had mentioned, I know before yeah. we talk about By the Yard, uh, you mentioned earlier this morning uh, red-winged blackbirds, and yeah. we received a text a bit ago. Uh, folks didn't say where they are, but they, they usually get a whole bunch of different uh, birds at their multiple feeders, and lately... They've been getting nothing but red-winged blackbirds. Their question, I guess, is do those red-winged blackbirds scare away other varieties? Well, you know, one of the best things you can do, because, and this is one of the cheapest uh, feeds, there's so many, as you're talking about, and, and the birds are when you're advertising, but um, buy cracked corn and just scatter it on the ground underneath your feeding station or just around there someplace. They will cut. They're just like that's like a magnet. It just brings them right there. Oh, that's a good good thought. Good and, suggestion. Yeah, and then they'll stay away from all the other feeders. All right. Yeah, well, it, it just it works perfect. Well, our favorite family-run business down there, Jordan, Minnesota, called By the Yard, reminds us: don't get caught scrambling for the Fourth of July event or graduation parties. Maybe the last thing on your mind is is patio furniture. But Jim and I uh, urge you to, uh, we'll get you a website and uh, check out, get that free color catalog. This is that furniture you never have to store. Jim and I have had that furniture at our respective homes for years. It still looks brand new. But the deal is they've got some great deals, as we mentioned last week, too. They've got that Adirondack special, as you know, Jim, $79 off any end table when you buy two Adirondack chairs at the regular price. And, of course, if you have a lake home, if you're lucky to have that, uh, this is perfect. This kind of furniture is perfect. You never have to paint it or stain it. It'll be there for generations to come. They've got a special deal going on, and here is that website. Uh, get that free catalog that uh, Jim and I tell you about every week. You can browse all the different styles and the colors. What colors do you have? A color do you have a, a your we house? Have green. You have we green. Ours are ours are green. Oh, but we... you know, there's so many. You know, there's nine different colors, yeah. and the and you know what I like too, Danny, are the combinations. Oh, yeah, you can get a variety. They have special orders and everything. They're just a wonderful family-run business called Buy the Yard. Get on the web at buytheyard.net, and you can do that right now or certainly right after Jim's show. All right, Jim, what else do you have? Well, Jim Havda um, called me uh, Thursday, uh, just this past Thursday. He lives at uh, just a little north of Rice, Minnesota. He said, finally, the Purple Martins arrived. And he said, you know, six or seven of them were singing like everything around the, the 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 multiple, you know, like an apartment building type nesting box situation. He said, eastern tiger swallowtail butterflies are on the wing. My brother um, spends much of his time um, and his family sometimes too up there at Lake George, which is just 
about seven miles east of Itasca State Park. But by May 31st, the water there had warmed up to 71. Now this northwest window, I bet just dropped below 70. 70 is considered the cutoff for safe swimming, and we were at um, 74, 75 degrees water temperature in southern Minnesota, you know, for, well, all during the warm spell. And then, uh, you know, for a couple of days afterwards. I know it's dropping a little bit today. Val Rukavina uh, called me the other day, and uh, he's got just this interesting thing here. And uh, I'll just start with this. Both painted and big snapping turtles are coming up on dry land to lay their eggs. Watch out for them as you as they cross roadways. Don't run over them. Yesterday, Val Rukavina from Minnetonka saw a large snapping turtle laying eggs in the soil in his yard. Now, what Val recommends, if you observe a turtle laying eggs in the ground after the turtle leaves, spray the top of the newly dug soil with any type of insect repellent. This will keep raccoons from smelling the spot and save the eggs from being dug up and eaten. I'd never heard about this before. He told me about this last year. And then now thousands of people have heard this because it's, you know, we got to try to save these, these, these turtle eggs here. So many of them get a chance to hatch. Also, it takes the eggs about 90 to 100 days to hatch. Now, Jerry Graves, who's a wildlife biologist, lives in rural Winstead, saw a rare Blanding's turtle come up and lay eggs. So that was, he told me that on Friday as it was happening. I've got um, a couple others. Do we have a little bit more? We've got a, we have a couple of minutes, Jim. Okay. Uh, Mary Brislance at Lutzen, that's right along the North Shore of Lake Superior, reports that she and her son John went birding this week and botanizing. Botanizing is just going out and looking at the plants. Couple of the, see a few of the wildflowers they saw, nodding trillium, trawl lily, bunchberry, wild clematis, uh, wild sarsaparilla, Marsh marigold, baneberry, those are some of the wildflowers they saw blooming. Um, they said that birds are quite vocal now, including oven birds that say, teacher, 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 teacher. And I use the answer, what, what, what? But anyway, uh, red-eyed vireos, American red stars, chestnut-sided warblers, magnolia, and northern perula warblers, all very vocal, and American red stars are very numerous. Now there's shade in the forest, but I'll tell you what, not right down by the lake. Get up, oh, maybe a half a mile from the lake, and then it warms up, you know, it's warmer, and so there is shade there. Elderberry shrubs are in full bloom. Keith Radel from Fairboat uh, called me the other night and said, giant swallowtail butterflies are on the wing, eastern tiger swallowtail butterflies, and he's seeing more monarch butterflies, and the milkweeds are up about two feet where he lives there in the Fairbolt area. He noticed that black flies actually killed two bald eagle eaglets in their nest. So they were buzzing around and just, you know, just end up taking too much blood. It's just terrible. But anyway, he says, and he's got a bluebird trail with 175 pairs of nesting boxes. That's 350 boxes out on a 50-mile trail. What he does, he goes to each one, 
he sprays the bluebird chicks with imitation vanilla. You can get it for a dollar at the dollar store, of course. And just use that, put it in a little spray bottle, mist the young, and around the house. He did that for every single one of the houses. And it keeps the black flies away. Well, yesterday, I could have used one of those spray bottles myself. <laughs> yes, you could. <laughs> to keep black flies away. They're also called buffalo gnats. See, it's the accepted common name now where, you know, wherever you live, something may have a little different name. But the the black flies lately, and I've been hearing reports from Faribault, Owatonna, Northfield, black flies have been, I should say, horrendous. Horrendous. That, that's a good word. Well, Jim, we're out of time. Let's uh, plan on uh, getting back here next week about the same time. Okay. What do you say? Look forward to it. All right. Thanks, Have Jim. Week. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Jim Gilbert, Nature Knows, back next uh, Sunday morning. Here on 830 WCCO, where the temperature reading is 59.